Grab onto something because the bottom is about to fall out of this sucker. This is way over our heads. Weather and Climate Podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, do you have your... Uh, what did I hear when I was embedded with the Minnesota Army National Guard in Iraq back in the winter, what would have been the late fall of 2011? And uh, it was in a desert, so of course, my previous experience there in a desert was the deserts are awfully hot. So I ended up packing, foolishly, a sleeping bag that was rated only for 32 degrees or above Fahrenheit. But I thought that would be just fine. Well, guess what? The temperature in the desert back in early December of 2011 plunged below 32 degrees, and I was darn cold. But the point I was getting to is the sergeant said, be sure to pack your snivel gear. I had never heard of that term before. So my question for you, <laughs> Kenny, now that you know the uh, term and what it means... Is your snivel gear ready? And should all, all of our snivel gear be ready? I mean, I think that we should always have snivel gear ready. <laughs> that, that sounds like a lesson that we all could learn from your experience too, Jim. You know, Kenny, it was. I had told my wife on many occasions that I would love to sleep outside, literally with the stars above my head, no tent. And uh, I got my wish on that cold December night. In 2011, in the desert in Iraq. I, I would say a lot of people can relate to that, though. I think we've all, I shouldn't say all, but I mean, I've certainly had that experience where, you know, I mean, a sleeping bag, it's usually, you know, thick material. And I've had that experience where a sleeping bag rated to 32 or 40 degrees Fahrenheit just did not even come close to cutting it. So you're talking about the cold that's coming. It's, you know, it it's soup weather for sure. It's parka weather. And it's it's just, it just looks never ending. So, yeah, I would say, uh, you know, have the gear that you use to keep yourself warm, have it ready and uh, and have backups ready because uh, we're going to be in this until at least until the next time we talk, Jim. So, Kenny, we are recording this on Friday, the 5th of February, and uh, yesterday, the 4th of February, you could kind of feel a preview of coming attractions. But uh, but the best is yet to come, right, Kenny? We're, we're, we're not anywhere near the bottom of this deal yet. <laughs> You're exactly right. I mean, it's funny because we said, you know, for the teaser, the bottom's going to fall off of this sucker, and it's true, but it's it's coming off really slowly. Can you imagine anything more terrifying than, you know, you're sitting on some platform and I don't know, you're, you're floating out in space or 5,000 feet above the ground or something, and you think your feet are supported and then the floor comes off, but it comes off <laughs> really slowly. So you can kind of hold on to the rails for a while, but eventually there's nothing supporting you. We're not going to fully bottom out most of Minnesota until probably Sunday morning. And then, and then we're just going to stay there. I mean, it's not going to be the same temperature the entire time. That's silly and doesn't happen. But we had this initial cold front come through on Thursday after the snow ended. Temperatures dropped 15, 20 degrees. And, you know, southern half of Minnesota didn't go below zero on Thursday night. I'd say Friday night will drop another five 
10 degrees below where we were on Thursday night. And then we'll do that again on Saturday night. So that by Sunday morning, you know, parts of Northern Minnesota will be in the, probably in the twenties or thirties below zero and Southern Minnesota will be in the teens and twenties below zero twin cities area, probably somewhere in the teens below zero. The winds are going to be blowing most of this time. So we'll have wind chill values in the negative and negative twenties and negative thirties in much of the state parts of Northern and Northwestern Minnesota, will see wind chill values in the negative forties. So it's this. Uh, it's not like the one from the you know Groundhog Day of 1996 when we had record low temperatures across the state because there's a little more wind involved. And the thing is, Jim, this just continues out, out to the horizon. Uh, even though we're going to probably you know will fluctuate a bit, temperatures will moderate a little bit. We will see waves of cold reinforcing this right on through next week possibly through next weekend. So certainly the next time you and I talk will still be quite cold. And Kenny, we should point out that this will not be a record-breaking kind of cold. It's more the prolonged nature of it that's noteworthy. And of course, we've had a mild winter so far, so this is going to seem like a very rude awakening to a lot of people. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's uh, We were quite mild. Minnesota in general, I would say uh, November, December, January, that was, you know, top 10, top 15 for warmth uh, across the state. And we remained very mild right up until the first couple of days, right in through the first two or three days of February, and then boom. And so, yeah, this will be, this is quite a U-turn. And uh, right though, I, it, I'm trying to come up with metaphors for this, Jim, because <laughs> we have, uh, on one hand, I want to give the cold outbreak credit. This is going to be one of the longer cold spells that most of us have experienced. Now, when I say cold spell, I mean, you know, periods where, where you spend each day averaging 10, 15, maybe even 20 degrees below the climatological normal for whichever place you're in. This could be 10 days of that. And another thing that's a little bit more prolonged than we normally see is the winds are going to be uh, up enough during this period where the combination of the wind and temperatures are going to leave the wind chills lower than zero for almost the entire time too. So even though we're not going to break any low temperature records, we're not going to break any of those... uh, you know, lowest high temperature records either. There is a uh, decent shot that this might be one of the most prolonged periods where we have wind chills below zero. So Kenny, I understand that not only are we going to be in for some really, really cold temperatures for a prolonged period of time, but we're also looking at uh, some potentially, what, historically high, high pressure? Is that correct too? Well, that's certainly possible. You know, once you get pressure up around, I think in millibars, and it's about 1,045 millibars is where your eyebrows start to rise. And it does look like uh, as the core of this sets in, uh, we might get some high pressure that's higher than uh, 1,045 and maybe even 1,050 millibars. That's not a guarantee. The saving grace of that though, Jim, is if for high pressure to roll in, the winds have to shut down to nothing. So at least it would be a calm cold. 
<laughs> well, Kenny, is there any hope? I, I know you mentioned that these cold temperatures will continue through the coming week, even possibly into next weekend. Is there a, a break ahead? Any light at the end of the proverbial tunnel? Well, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is that it's February. The sun is pretty strong right now. I mean, we're, we're moving into, you know, sunlight levels that are comparable to what you see in late October. And so it's it's actually going to be okay soon enough. Um, but this is a, a long, cold run. And I should mention that uh, a lot of times when you get the extreme cold, you know, kind of a good dose of it, then on the other side of it, if you remain just, you know, a little bit below normal, you tend to be kind of snowy. So while it's really cold, we're not going to see any snow. But as that deep cold air is uh, retreating back into Canada, if we remain on the north side of the jet stream, then we could get into an active pattern where we get we start seeing some snow accumulate. But no, um, I think the main thing that people can kind of pin their hopes on is that you know, by the time you get to the end of February, you just can't get the same level of cold that you get at the beginning of the month. So even if this does drag on for a few weeks, it's just not going to have the same bite that it does by the time we get to the end of the month. Kitty, we talked once on the uh, program about weather lore. And uh, one of the things I think that came up was it's too cold to snow. Is that true? this time around, and uh, is there any truth at all to the saying, it's too cold to snow? Yeah, not really. I mean, you know, it's it's not that it's physically too cold to snow. It is that when it's this cold, the systems and the mechanisms that tend to produce snow are way far away from here. So in this case, it would be too far to our south to give us snow. In terms of the air temperature, you know, when it's really cold, there's not a lot of moisture in the air. So that's one knock against snow. But in theory, you could saturate the air and form ice crystals. It wouldn't be as efficient if the temperature were, say, say you could saturate the air, but it was negative 20 Fahrenheit. You wouldn't get the same kind of efficiency in snowfall production that you get when the temperature is more like 10 or 15 degrees above zero. That just has to do with the way that the ice crystals form and the shapes that they take and how much air is in them. You get, you tend to get these not very fast accumulating kind of needles or almost, uh, almost like little spikes that would, that would fall. But you could get snow in theory at any temperature below freezing. It's just that the mechanisms that produce the snow become a lot less likely the colder it is. So, Kenny, I imagine the best advice we can give folks is to dress warmly, uh, make sure you cover exposed skin. The combination of the wind and cold temperatures is going to make wind chills problematic. And if you're going to be out for any period of time, make sure you are dressed uh, appropriately. Bring your snivel gear. <laughs> your snivel gear. Check on pets, elderly, anyone who's got uh, vulnerability, especially to these really cold conditions It is, you know, I don't want to downplay the severity of the cold because it's tough on anyone who, who can't get good shelter. But uh, um, we are lucky in a sense that this just won't have the bite of some of the uh, more extreme cold outbreaks we've had, but it will have, will have the longevity. So it's going to really try our patience uh, when we're having the same conversation about how cold it is one week from now. 
Well, Kenny, we will check in with you in one week's time. This is Way Over Our Heads, a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Stay warm, dress appropriately, and Kenny, uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, Jim. Talk to you then.